live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri. This is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. All right, here we are. Thank God. What a weekend. So much going on, I can't even begin to tell you. But I'm going to start calling this, uh, I'm going to call this just a few random thoughts on Monday. This is going to be random Monday, okay? Because there's so much that happens over the weekend. I just can't pick out one particular item and talk about it. So we're going we're gonna to talk about several here, actually. Uh, one of them is, and I, I, I got to tell you, I have been so disappointed in the past, uh, how many years? It's been years, it's been years with uh, network television. Uh, first of all, I don't like the commercials, and I know you have to sell commercial time in order to make money, but uh, I get tired of seeing, and I don't know about you, but I get tired of seeing the prescription drug and pharmaceutical companies uh, advertising and pushing drugs on us you know, every time we turn it around. And even if you get past that, and I, I usually turn the sound down. I, I don't want to hear it if I am listening to network television, which I haven't done. I can't tell you the last time I did it. It's just that bad, okay? The acting's terrible. The storylines are bad. It's all about the super uh, uh, spy or the super cop or the super doctor. I, I just get tired of that. So anyway, uh, and and also something else I wanted to talk about today, and it, 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 does, it, it is important to remember and to notice and I mean, you've probably noticed it as well but every show has to have someone gay on it or someone bisexual or someone trans we have to have an asian we have to have at least at least 20 blacks uh and i have no problem with that i really don't i mean that's what you want to do but i don't think the entire cast should be black because that that doesn't that doesn't that's not america i'm sorry Blacks are still a minority. I don't care how you look at it. They're like 12, 13% of the population. So I don't see what the point of having a black on there every time you turn around. So my point being here at the end of the day is network television sucks. It, always, it sucked for about, eh, I'd say, good 15 years, if not longer. It was probably that I wasn't, be, I wasn't as particular as I was back then as I am now. You know what I'm saying? I expect a little bit more out of my... I mean, it's my time, right? I mean, think about it. You're sending, you're, you're actually, you're actually uh, uh, not donating the time, but I mean, you're, you're, you're spending the time, and your time is valuable just like anybody else's, and you want to be entertained a little bit, right? I do. I do. I've always wanted, I mean, I enjoy being entertained. You want to entertain me? That's great. But you got to have a piece of quality work out there, not some, you know, fart joke nonsense. And it just gets old. It really does. So, uh, what I'm trying to get at, and I know when a lot, <laughs> you know, when somebody says, uh, to make a long story short, well, that's not what I'm doing here. I'm actually making a short story long. So, uh, I watched a, a, a prime, I guess it would be prime network, uh, show last night. Uh, it was actually a, a series. I think it had uh, eight, eight episodes. I won't get into who was acting and who the actors were and everything, but uh, 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 it was a uh, it was actually a story written about a novel 
called uh, it's about Jack Reacher. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, he's a I'm trying to remember. Lee Childs, I believe, is the uh, let me let me look that up. Uh, Jack Reacher. Uh, I believe it, I believe it was I believe it's Lee Childs is the author. Yeah, Lee Childs. Yeah, Jack Reacher. And it's about a guy. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you and you, and you may have already seen this, the advertisement for it. I don't know if you watched it or not, but I, I highly recommend it because it's, uh, they call it a protagonist, protagonist of a series of crime thriller. Uh, it's a novel by a British author named Lee Child, okay? And it's about a military police guy. He's 36 years old. He leaves the U.S. Army, and he just starts taking odd jobs and walking around the country. And if you've seen any of the Jack Reacher movies, which uh, starred Tom Cruise, and if you've read the books, the two really didn't go together. Because this Jack Reacher is like 6'5", built real good. I mean, probably 250. Big old guy. And they had Tom Cruise playing that part, which I always thought was comical, because he's like, what, 5'4", or 5'5"? I mean, I, he's he's a little bitty guy. I mean, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Don't get me wrong. I've always liked Tom Cruise. I don't particularly care for his uh, his religious views and that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, um, he's a good actor. But anyway, back to the story. I'm getting off the topic again. That's why it's called Random Monday. I, I got to get my thoughts back together. Uh, Reacher, great movie. It was on Prime. Uh, it snuck through, I guess. I don't know if it's because the author is so good. I don't know why Prime would have this on, because Prime is kind of like Netflix anymore. Uh, we have to put shows on about the homosexuals and the, you know, and the bisexuals and the transgenders and the purple hair and, uh, and all that, and you know, two women making love. And uh, you know, it's a lot of that. Oh, plus, plus they have to, they have to be about uh, superheroes. Right? Because it's cheaper to make. Well, in this case, they did it. They had no transsexuals. They had no gays. Uh, they had a black guy in there. No big deal. Uh, none of the woke crap. It was a great story, by the way. A great story. It had a, it had a, a plot, which is unbelievable. It had humor. It had suspense. It had action. And again, depending on what you're into, I would highly recommend this if you're into something that is a little more of a quality, a little more quality. You know, it, it really was good. So we, we enjoyed it, and we watched it over about two days. I think it was eight or nine, maybe ten episodes. Nonetheless, very good. It followed the book, more or less. I, I'd read the book, so, and I've read most of the Reacher uh, stories. They're, they're very good. They're all excellent. Uh, Lee Childs is a great author, and if you get the chance to uh, read those books, any of them, you can start from any time they bring you up to date immediately, you know exactly what's going on. So, all right, now, uh, again, this is Random Monday, so I'm just talking about different items, different things that have happened over the weekend, and as we're all aware, there's a trucker convoy that's parked itself in Ottawa, Canada, as a protest against the vaccine mandates. And I don't know if you've been watching any of this, but it's really kind of hilarious. Uh, the prime minister or the, or the president, whatever you want to call Trudeau, he's, 
he's tucked tail and ran is basically what he did. He claimed that he had COVID because they were coming to town and my God, we wouldn't want to be there. And they had to whisk him away because apparently these truckers are just, I don't know, I guess being a trucker makes you violent. I'm not sure how this works, but we're, we're considering them right now uh, terrorists. I believe that's what the police, they've, uh, they've called them, were domestic terrorists, of course. And which is funny because if you look at a lot of truck drivers in the United States, the last thing you would use in the word trucker would be domestic, especially if you're getting into the bigger companies. They hire, they hire from overseas like crazy. I mean, you've got towel heads and you've got the, the uh, uh, Serbians and guys can't speak English. It's pathetic. So, I mean, domestic terrorists, okay, at least that means they're Canadian in, uh, in Canada. But uh, they're, they're really giving these guys a hard time. I, apparently, the truck drivers are blowing their horns all night and uh, upsetting some of the people in Ottawa, which, hey, that's what a protest is about. And here's what I find funny. We're going to call these, and, and, it's, and it's, starting to, it's starting to spread, starting to spread around the world. These truckers are going to end up possibly being our saviors at the end of the day, because not only do they bring our food, but when they protest, it's not like you can just lead the guy out by his, you know, you can't handcuff him when he's in a truck. And not only that, but then suddenly you've got this huge piece of equipment sitting there that weighs 80,000 pounds, and what are you going to do with it? They were talking about starting to tow them away. Uh, and I, I think there's thousands of them in Ottawa right now. I mean, maybe tens of thousands. I'm not sure. From what I see on TV, it looks like there's a lot of trucks there. So good luck with that uh, towing issue. Yeah, good luck with that, trying to tow those guys away. Because I've seen, I, I've been towed. I am a trucker. I've been towed before. It's not like picking a car up, okay? There's a lot more to it. And it requires a lot of room. And if they're butted up against one another, I don't know how you're getting them out of there. I really don't. This is like, this is like cockroaches. You're going to have a hard time getting rid of these. They really, they really are. And now I believe, if I'm not mistaken, GoFundMe, they had $10 million that the truckers had raised on GoFundMe. And I believe GoFundMe has cut them off from that money. Which, folks, I'm, tell, I'm here to tell you, GoFundMe is a trash site. They are pieces of shit. They truly are. They're the low of the low. They're the worst. They've been that way for years. GoFundMe, it needs to be put out of business. There are so many other sites you can go to to raise money. Don't use one. Don't, don't ever donate to GoFundMe. It's a joke. It's a, it's a scam. I mean, they, they, do, they do raise money for people, but at the end of the day, they, they use their political views, uh, and, and, they, and, they, and they base their, who they give the money to based on uh, their political views. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, I mean... When, when Antifa can do a, a GoFundMe uh, page and raise money, and the truckers can't, there's something wrong with that, that company. There really is. So, it, I hope these guys, I wish them well. I really do. And uh, I'm going to send them some money. I, I think they're using another one now. Oh, also, Facebook took them off. They, they threw them off their platform. And I think YouTube is, is attempting to do that as well. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull that off because too many people that are on the side of the truck. And I happen to be one of them. I really am. I, I, being a trucker myself, believe me, if you got something, a truck brought it. 
And at the end of the day, when you're trying to, you're trying to force these people to do something, truckers are not going to back down. They're just not going to. They're stubborn. <laughs> I've, I've known many of them. And the last thing they want to be done, have someone do, is to tell them what to do. Asking is much better. That used to be my, you know, I'll do anything you ask, but don't tell me to do anything. That was always my, my uh, kind of my call sign when I was working in that industry. Uh, you know, and ask nicely. I'll do anything if you ask nicely. But if you come up and start ordering me to do things, I will go out of my way not to do that. And it's just the way we are. That's just the way most people are put together. And truckers are the worst about that. Yeah. So I wish them well. I really do. I hope it all works out. And like I said, it's starting to spread. I think there's a trucker convoy in New Zealand. Uh, there's one in uh, uh, the Netherlands. Uh, they're, they're organizing one in the United States here. Uh, it's in the UK. Yeah, it's it's all over the place, and I I hope I hope they do really well, and I hope that uh, uh, I think most people are are pretty open to this. Truckers are usually pretty good guys. Say what you want about the way some of them drive on the highway. There are they aren't all great drivers, but it, most more often than not, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, let's see, what else did I have? Oh yes, I, I was reading uh, a border agent. Working down in the southern part of the United States, uh, he's saying that <clears throat> they're lucky if they seize five percent of fentanyl coming across the border. This is open border we've got down there right now, folks. And this was nothing about. It really was nothing about the uh, the down and out, uh, the poor, the uh, of Central America. This really wasn't what this is about. This is about the cartels bringing drugs into the United States. That's all this has been about. And, and human trafficking. There are people coming across, don't get me wrong, families and stuff, but at the end of the day, this is, this is all a push to, to destroy our, com- our country with drugs. And it, it seems to be working to some degree. I mean, suicide and overdoses during the uh, lockdowns, and actually, even up to the to the, just the recent, is, is off the chart increased. Yeah, it, it's, we've got some serious problems in this country and no one wants to address them. This is one of the worst administrations in American history. And now we're, we're talking about, we're so worried about the, uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, uh, apparently an imminent, the way they're talking, an imminent uh, invasion, which I, I don't believe one bit. And why are we afraid of the Russians? I know they have nuclear weapons, and but I mean, they're the new boogeyman. They were the boogeyman back in, well, it was actually the Soviet Union back in the 60s and 70s. Uh, they were the boogeyman then. And then when the Soviet Union fell in the 90s, they kind of went away. So we didn't have a boogeyman. So we had to come up with another one. So then we had to, we had to come up with these, uh, these Islamic people, okay? Muslims, they're, they're, they're horrible, right? Domestic terrorism. Or international terrorism. I'm sorry. Yeah, 9/11. You know, the Iraq War, Afghanistan. You know, and that's kind of gone the way of the gone gone away as well. I mean, when's the last time you heard the word ISIS, for God's sake, or Syria, for that matter? Would that would that war just would it, would they pick all their toys up and go home? No, no, they didn't, because it wasn't serving the purpose of the of the administration. And now we've got a new boogeyman. We got we got Putin. He's a bad guy. Yeah. He's, he's uh, 
Trump's his puppet, or you know that whole deal back uh, during the Trump administration. That all turned out to be a complete farce. Okay, now so now we've got he's going to invade a country. Okay, now well, if you know anything about history, that was actually part of Russia quite a while ago. It's 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 always been an issue for them. It's not a NATO member. I don't see what the big deal is, but they say it's imminent. Okay, that's what they're saying. So. I guess we'll see, but the lawmakers and national security officials warn Russian invasion is imminent, using the word domino effect. They actually use that word, domino effect. I think it's hilarious, because that's exactly the kind of sales pitch they use in Vietnam, right? They use the domino effect. That's what Johnson was always selling. He, he said, if communism takes hold in Vietnam, it'll take hold in all the surrounding countries, and then it'll be a cascade of communism around the world. Hey, we're, we should be more worried about the communists in our country than what's going on in some country that most people couldn't pick out on a map. All right? That's my opinion. I think we should be more worried about it here. Communism is here in the United States. There's no doubt about it. They're infiltrating. They're taking over academia. They're taking over corporations. They're stealing our intellectual properties. And they're trying to take us down. It's exactly what they're doing. And it's from the Chinese. That's who we need to be worried about. Putin, Putin, we don't need to be worried about Putin. Putin, do you know how big the Russian uh, economy is? I mean, in relationship to the rest of the world. Okay, mind you, the United States still is probably one, it is probably the biggest uh, economy in the world. China's right behind us. You know where Russia sits? They have an economy the size of Italy, okay? So I don't think, I don't think we really got to be worried about these guys. They're afraid. Russia right now does not want Ukraine to become a member of NATO, which should have happened, actually should have gone on back during the Obama administration. He let that slip out of his hand. He let that get away. They didn't want to do it because Obama is not who you think he is. And that's another story. But the point is, the point is, Ukraine is not a huge deal. If he does invade, what are we going to do? What are you going to do with a power that has nuclear weapons? What are you, you going to you going to go toe to toe with them? You can't do that. No way. No way. So I don't even know why we're worried about this. Granted, you can you can. I I don't think sending troops over there is a thing to do. You want to send uh, the Ukrainian government uh, military weapons and and lethal you know, lethal weapons, that's one thing. I have no problem with that. The United States should sell weapons to everybody, as far as I'm concerned. We are, we're the biggest uh, uh, arms dealer in the, in the world, the United States is. So sell it to everybody, you know, arm everybody. Maybe that would stop some of the wars around this world, okay? If everybody's armed, nobody's going to take you on because they figure it's not worth it. Because I tell you what, Russia's going to have a hard time taking over Ukraine. They're already there. They, they actually have part of the country anyway, because there's a lot of Russian separatists that live on the west or the eastern side. So actually, Russia's kind of there already. And I mean, they invaded back in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. And they, they've been there ever since. But I mean, as far as a huge push with hundreds of thousands of troops, yes, they have not done that yet. But they are, they are poised on the border. So it looks like something's going to happen. Yeah. If they do do it, it's going to have to be quick. And I talked about this the other day because Ukraine has an armed 
civilian population. So they're going to have their hands full. Now they're going to be fighting the Ukrainian army. They're going to be fighting civilians as well, who are armed with military-style weapons. That's a tough. That's a tough. Uh, 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 you know, tough group to go up against, as far as I'm concerned. But here's the thing, and here's why I think this is a false flag. I really do. I, I, I not a false flag, but a wag the dog. I, I really do. Uh, Biden's Biden's approval ratings are in the toilet. We all know that, and they're not getting any better. And I, there's no. I don't know of anything he can do to make them better, because the people that don't like him have never liked him, and the people who have have turned their back on the Democratic Party are not going to go back to that Democratic Party for for anything less than you know some really major legislation or some major moves. And and believe me, Biden can't do that. That administration's done. This is a lame duck administration. Nothing's going to get done from this day forward. So 2022 is going to become a very pivotal, pivotal time in American history, hopefully. Because if the Republicans take over the House and the Senate, they're really going to put the screws to this guy, okay? Which he should have done. He should have the screws put to him because he's not even following the laws of the land. I mean, he's, he's not listening to the Supreme Court. They're doing whatever they want. So when the State Department comes out and says that a the Russians are planning a false flag operation. Now, a false flag is something that's fake, right? Okay. What you do is you you uh, make a you, you make a scene that appears that your enemy has attacked you, probably unprovoked. Okay. When it's actually you that did that, you attack yourself and then blame it on on the other guy. So that gives you a reason to maybe go in or fight these guys. The false flag, right? In other words, the wrong flag is showing, you know, and that's 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 in essence what that is. So he, the, the State Department, this guy Ned, Ned Price comes out. I think it was Friday or maybe Saturday, and says uh, uh, Russia is uh, planning a false flag, and we have the uh, we have information that says that you know that we have information we've acquired that that says that this is going to happen, and. He's, he's quizzed by an AP reporter. The reporter's name was Matt Lee. And he wouldn't let it go. He said, look, if you've got that, let's see it. I want to see some evidence. And, and this, this Ned Price says, well, I just gave you the evidence. I told you that this is what's going to happen. And that, that Matt Lee was having none of it. He said, wait a second. We did this back in 2000s, early 2000s, when weapons of mass destruction. You showed us no proof that that was the case. So we're not going to do that again. We want some kind of proof. You got to have something tangible that makes me believe that what you're saying is the truth. And I mean, they went back and forth for about ten minutes. I thought it was hilarious. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, it was it was it took this Ned Price down so bad that he didn't show up at work the next day. And and I don't know what's going to happen to this reporter. They, you may end up hearing him. If, he may have committed suicide over the weekend, for all I know. But he did put the screws to this guy, and I loved it. I did. That's what reporters should do. They should put these people, they should put their feet to the fire and make them answer the questions and follow-up questions. When you ask a report, when a reporter asks a question of a political official and he doesn't answer the question, you shouldn't just turn tail and run and say, okay, well, thanks for all that information. No, you should say, hey, you didn't answer that, that question. I want to know A, B, and C. And you're not answering that question. That's what this guy did. And I really, I tell you what, my hat's off to the AP. I don't know where this reporter came from. He looked like a middle-aged guy. 
he may have been in the business for years. I don't know. But I guess he had enough of this, of this crap, of them just coming out and saying, oh, well, we know for a fact this is going to happen, but we don't want to prove it. Just take our word for it. Take my word for it. I don't take anybody's word for anything. How about you? No, not a chance. So anyway, uh, we've got some more unnamed sources, and Michael McCall is calling. He's saying that the, uh, the Biden administration has dropped the ball on this, and I, I'm not a big fan of this. You know, they're saying that we should, we should really push back. Nord Stream sanctions should be reimposed. Biden, Biden you know, he, he did away with those. And that Nord Stream sanctions, that's, a, that's about a, a pipeline that Russia's trying to get to go to Europe. And, you know, Trump had put, uh, he'd put uh, sanctions on that, that, that uh, pipeline. And as soon as Biden got into office, he removed the sanctions, uh, let him start building it again. And what's he do? He shuts down a pipeline in the United States. So if you think this guy's on our side, you're wrong. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what's, what's going to happen here. Uh, now, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says that uh, there could be an invasion at any time. Okay. Anytime. This is Jake Sullivan, the 12 year old that's running the, uh, he's the National Security Advisor to uh, Joe Biden. He, he looks like a 90 pound weakling. I mean, he doesn't exactly give you confidence when you're talking about this. He, he's, he's, he's kind of pathetic. I mean, it's one thing to have Condoleezza Rice as your national security advisor, uh, but because she's a woman, but I mean, at least she was a little forceful. This Jake Sullivan's a wet, he's a wet blanket. I, I have no time for this guy. So anyway, that's basically what went on over the weekend as far as I could see. Uh, and, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, weekends are a little a little slow, and I, I don't get excited about some of this stuff because if it's going to happen, it's going to happen during the week. It usually does. Uh, usually Tuesday through Friday. Friday's usually a dump day, they call it, news dump day. If you got bad news, you release it on a Friday because everybody's going home. Nobody cares. They're looking forward to the weekend. That's how politicians do. Always look at the news on a Friday. You'll see bad news. It happens every time. I mean, if somebody's got caught screwing their... Uh, their, their, uh, uh, well, their assistant or their secretary, and they've been, you know, it's all been brought to light. They'll announce it on a Friday. You'll, you'll forget about it by Monday. Uh, United States, most people, most Americans don't have a, a, a very, uh, well, their attention span's pretty short. So by the, by, by the time Monday rolls around, we may have forgotten about that. So a lot of this, a lot of, a lot of things get announced on a Friday. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to go to the news right quick. I believe that's all I've got right now. So we will talk again shortly. A little bit of crazy, but a whole lot of right. You're listening to the Average Joe Podcast with Damon Gilbert. And we are back. Uh, I got about 10 items here I want to go over real quickly with you. I don't want to run too far over. I, I used to start. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, people ask me sometimes. They say, "What do, what do you talk about on your? You know, how do you find things to talk about?" I, I don't know. I just do. I, you could bring up any subject. I swear to God, it, it could be the most boring thing in the world, and I can find something to talk about. I really can ask questions. You know, hey, I have a problem. I like to learn. I like to learn, even if it's boring. So, I don't know how I do this. So I've been trying. I tried at one point to try to keep this under 15 minutes, and I can't. I go over every time. So 
I'm thinking 30 minutes is probably more likely. Uh, and I'll try my best not to go over that. Uh, I sound like a preacher on Sundays. You can't shut them down. So we're going to go through this pretty quick. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, first, first one, and then one that was really irked me today was the Biden administration is to fund crack pipe distribution to advance equity. Okay, what he's what the Biden administration is going to do? They're going to provide thirty million dollars, uh, thirty million dollar program. Okay, to give to nonprofits and government agencies to hand out and distribute drug paraphernalia in big cities. Unbelievable, right? I mean, I'm not making that up. I read that today. I read it in two different places. That's what they're doing. And nobody's saying a word about it. So, so I guess Hunter Biden may sp- must be involved in this somewhere because they were mentioning crack pipes and uh, that kind of thing. I, I think they want to make sure that nobody gets burned, cuts themselves. Uh, they're making it easier to be an addict. I, 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 you can't make this up. You really can't. Uh, number two, the Canadian-style truckers protest goes worldwide. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, the Netherlands, New Zealand, the UK, the US. I think it's, it's even spreading to uh, some other countries in uh, South America. So it, it's going to be interesting to see because once this kind of stuff gets started, it's hard to stop it. It really is. And uh, it, uh, people are finding out that anytime the government takes a, 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 uh, a freedom away from you, they never get it back, ever. Uh, very, very seldom. And if they do, they consider it a privilege after that. And that's, that's where we're at. Ah, uh, let's see. Number three, China Olympics ratings, a disaster. It's down 43% from 2018. Unbelievable. Imagine that. Chinese country, I mean, a communist country, and they're wondering why the ratings are down. I haven't watched a second of it. It makes me throw up a little bit in my mouth when I see an advertisement for it. So uh, they can have that. I, I couldn't care less. Uh, number four, Stacey Abrams, you know, the wannabe governor of Georgia. She stopped for a short little visit with a bunch of school-aged children the other day, and she got caught with no mask on talking to these kids, all right? Now, she, she's responding by this to this by, uh, she's defending it, of course, and she's stopping short of calling it racist to criticize her, her mask hypocrisy, which I think is hilarious. This woman thinks she's going to be anything other than a big, big, fat black woman who doesn't have a job, I got news for you. That's not going to happen. This is a grift. It really is. She's made money doing this, and she doesn't know how to do it. She's horrible at it. This will haunt her, and I hope it, I hope it haunts her forever. Uh, number five, CNN Stelter says that complaining about CNN's lack of journalism is false news. Now, this is a guy that's going to be looking for a new job here shortly, I believe. I don't think they're going to be able to keep Stelter. He's too big of an idiot. You know who I'm talking about, the potato head? A guy looks like George Costanza. Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be their main, their main uh, journalist. Yeah, whatever. You, you consider him journalist, and I, I can't help you. Uh, number six, uh, Pelosi spent $500,000 on private jets uh, last year. Uh, now, this was while she and a whole group of her, her, her minions were lecturing me and you on uh, carbon emissions. So let's, let's just put that in perspective. Oh, and then I got, uh, let's see, number seven, I got Bill Maher asks COVID experts. And I thought this was pretty funny because, I mean, I cannot stand Bill Maher. He's, he's about as left-wing as they get, but he's even had his bill of these, can't, these people. <clears throat> he, said, uh, he said, 
how much wrong do you get to be? And I, and I think that's fair. He was asking the COVID experts that. How much wrong do you get to be? That's not the best English in the world, but the, you know, it, it, it holds. that It does. How wrong do you get to be? How many times do you get to be wrong? And we're still supposed to believe you. you know, oh, 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 follow the science. That's what they say. But they're wrong all the time. I'm with Bill Maher on that. Uh, let's see, number eight, Illinois court strikes down mask mandates in Illinois. And we'll see how that all plays out because I don't think uh, fat man Pritzker is going to go along with it. He's saying he's not going to. Uh, let's see, number nine, uh, the Ottawa city officials, are, they're, they're, uh, they're saying police are now uh, calling truckers convoy a terrorist insurrection. Okay. And the police threatened to arrest any people who are giving fuel to the freedom convoy. Uh, never mind, we can, we can riot, you can burn buildings down during the summer if you're BLM or Antifa. That's not a problem. We actually applaud that. But God forbid you bring truckers or uh, gas or fuel to a, a bunch of truckers who are protesting peacefully. I tell you, folks, if, there, if this, is, this world isn't upside down, I don't know what is. Uh, let's see, and Tucker Carlson says that, and get this, Alex Jones, the so-called accused conspiracy theorist of the world, Alex Jones, a guy that I listen to quite a bit and is usually spot on, is far more credible than the State Department. How about that? Tucker Carlson said that on on Fox News. Yeah, he's more credible than the State Department. So that's how far that's how far the State Department has fallen when you're being compared to a a supposed conspiracy theorist. And, and he's not a conspiracy theorist. What Alex Jones is is conspiracy analyst, and there's a big difference. So anyway, that's all I got today. I uh, hope I didn't run too long, and we'll talk to, again tomorrow. Maybe, I'll, maybe there'll be some more important stuff to talk about today than was today. So anyway, we'll, we'll talk then. And it is February 7th, and Joe Biden is still the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to The Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.